Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're about to go off on minute 89, which begins with Danny pointing out that it will be Angel's word against Frank's and ends with Angel making a stop at a gas or service station. Mm-hmm. And we have our uh, guest returning, Robert Black. Welcome. Thank you. Of course. And uh, this is a very uneventful minute. <laughs> service station to me implies like what a gas station used to be, like in the 50s. Sure. Yeah. Where yeah. there would be like a crew of youths. Mm hmm. Uh, it's almost like a pit stop or in, adults like, with a car or something. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I didn't know, I did not know that England referred to gas stations as, and I mean, I guess it makes sense that they wouldn't call them gas stations because they call it petrol mm-hmm. um, instead of gas. And, pet- and petrol station sounds like a children's show for some reason. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to petrol station. I'm Jim boy. Broadbent. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I didn't learn that they they called it a service station until um, the world's end. And even in the world's end, it took me a long time to figure out what he was talking about. Because there's a bit where uh, Gary King gets pulled over by uh, by a uh, police officer. And uh, he says that he left his identification in his gym bag, which he left at the serv- at in the services. My gym bag. My gym bag. Um, he, he's, he's like, oh, I must've left it at the services. And I was like, I was like, what does that mean? Left it at the services. Mm. Like, what is, what does that mean? Like it just, sure. it didn't mean anything to me. And so I was always baffled by that line. And then eventually I got frustrated enough that I looked it up. And then that's when I found out that they called it service stations. I'm glad you looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you watch that movie dozens and dozens of times and you're sure. just, the frustration builds up with a particular line that you don't understand. And I had to look it up. It's driving me nuts. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this, uh, this is basically, you know, he is, he is begging Danny to be his partner and to, uh, help him take down his father. And Danny just can't do it. It's the first time that angel has reached for Danny and Danny backed away. Yeah. Where yeah. angels needed Danny more than Danny can be there for him. Yeah. Um, I also I also love the idea that like Danny says, you know, they're gonna hide the evidence, and who are they gonna believe? My dad or the loony London copper? And I, <laughs> and I just and I'm like I'm like yeah, but he he's gonna be talking to fellow London police officers. Yeah, like- <laughs> he, it's it's like Danny forgets that the real world exists outside of Sanford. Right. Yeah. Right. I just I that I I love that. I just yeah, think I, it's so silly. 
Yeah, the idea of like Steve Coogan or Bill Nighy thinking that like he's like the loony cop from London. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously this uh, this Chinatown reference is interesting because they built up to it really well, like arguably better than it's built up to in Chinatown, actually. <laughs> like, look, <laughs> I know I know people love Chinatown and and and, you know, the the director himself, uh, notwithstanding, it is a very, very good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But that line, while iconic, has always felt like it, it's comes out of nowhere as just a the movie's over now period end of sentence end of movie let's get out of here um you know forget it it's it's chinatown uh but here we actually like built up to it where angel's like well maybe we can do this no maybe we can do this no maybe we can do this forget it nicholas it's sanford um yeah it's good it's i just i really like it as far as like if you're gonna do a reference to another film. This is like a very good way to do it. It's like, it feels really, natural. Really earn it, you know? Yeah. yeah make like it, it feel natural. Yes. Like it almost feels like it happened organically. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know that Danny has necessarily seen Chinatown. There's a good chance. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an action film. So. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so I, yeah. Just, like, it's uh, like, has Danny seen LA confidential? Oh, I don't know. That's like a borderline one. Like what's his, what's the breath of his, Cinephilia. I don't know. Um, I feel like I feel like he would have seen something like The Untouchables because mm-hmm. that's like a nice oh, in between. Yeah, like like the yeah. stair, the baby carriage, the baby carriage. Yeah, baby. that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, the the, the stairs and the baby carriage. Yeah, mm-hmm. the uh, battleship Patinkin, right? Yep. Is that the that's, that's the name the of the baby carriage? Battleship no, that's the, oh yeah, that's, yeah, the original. Yeah, 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 the original. The thing that 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 scene is like r- being a, a riff off of. You got Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah, it did get Tarantinoed or or Chinatown. <laughs> it got Chinatowned. <laughs> uh, Forget but, about uh, it, Jake. It's Tarantino. Who's the first filmmaker that ripped something off? We should just use that guy's name for all of this. Who is the first liar? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. What what was the first instance of cinema? recalling or calling upon itself or remixing itself yeah. or having fun with its own conventions. Right. Or referencing another's visual work. Right. Uh, Cause I mean, I guess you could, you could argue that, you know, going all the way back to uh, the great train robbery was in itself a sort of reference to um, the uh, arrival at whatever station, like that, that yeah. very first film of like, a train mm-hmm. arriving and like people ran out of the theater because they thought they were going to get yeah. hit by a train. Mm-hmm. I think it's necessary. You know, like we want the art, you know, the, the, the feeling of this is a community or this is like the, it's like talking to itself or reflecting upon itself. You know, it's like when, you know, you're listening to music or like a rap song and you know, you, you, you would hear a rapper reference another song or borrow a lyric. I'm like, Oh, I know what he's, that's from this song. Oh, that's cool. I knew that. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't necessarily think that references are like a bad thing or a sign of like hackiness. I think it comes from more, you know, what Scott was talking about like the erasure of credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I, yeah. The erasure of credit is, is the bad part um, of the, of the scenario. But when it's like a really big thing, like the, like the, 
the the scene from the untouchables where it's like it's like any any cinephile worth their salt knows yeah. where that came from but then also um, it's like how many people maybe how many kids wouldn't go out and find out about game of death if it wasn't for like the bride you know and kill bill sure sure yeah or or the django films mm-hmm. um, or point break if they saw this Right, that's very true. Oh man, I can't even imagine how many people saw Point Break for the first time. Because is of this. this movie the reason Point Break got remade? Ooh, that is a very good question. Butterfly effect. I think you might be onto something there. Like it, 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 it like made it relevant again, um, which made the studios want to remake it. I think that I think that plays. I think that's I think that's probably true. Um, I really like the I really like the return to Act One where. The, the the sad mon- melancholy montage of Angel arriving Sanford is now a melancholy defeated montage of him leaving Sanford. Yeah, hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, I do think it's really good. And then we get the uh, we do get the lane lines um, mm-hmm. in the road, the sort of James Cameron uh, deal, uh, which is uh, no which is a really nice make. reference. I think visual reference because my mom that's... used to tell me about Judgment Day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She said it would be wicked metal. <laughs> Super nasty. <laughs> God. Oh, if only that had been what what was going on in that movie. Oh, that would have been great. That's like that's what that's what T two would have sounded like if uh if they if he had made um uh, if he had made uh, uh, John Connor the uh the VO instead of Sarah Connor. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> said it was wicked nasty. <laughs> Judgment Day was a Mondo bummer, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I love it. Um I also love the shot of the car pulling away and you just you only know it's pulling away cuz you see the red lights fade off of off of Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, so, and just kind of it's almost like yeah, the movie is lost to the darkness. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Ah. Uh. That's good. Which that actually got me a Halloween reference. Halloween four. Hey. Oh yeah. They see multiple people in Myers masks and none of them's actually him. They're just kids fooling around and then they drive away and we see that behind them lit by the taillights is the real Michael Myers. Oh yeah. That's, that's uh I mean, that's the thing with those, um, you know, those, those, those sort of, uh, mostly disposable, you know, horror sequels and things like that. Like, you know, that everyone just sort of rolls their eyes at or whatever. Um, it, I, I think it's, I think it's interesting how those films sort of have these like surprising bits of like really cool cinema stuff mm-hmm. because, you know, they, they had to get creative cause they had low budgets. And so they just had to think of like, you know, cool shit to do. I don't know. That's cause that's a cool shot. I like that idea. I think that's really good. Um, but then it's in a movie that like, you know, most people probably dismiss. So, um, important to point out that, uh, I, I don't know if important is the right word, but I wanted to point out that, uh, uh, we we get a good look at the, um, odometer on, uh, on, uh, the, uh, the cop car and there are sure. 147,000 miles on this thing. Wow. Um, yeah. So they're <laughs> really getting their money's worth out of this car. Yikes! Yeah, it's a it's 
that's impressive. Um, it's also, I think it's also interesting that uh, the car is manufactured with uh, miles per hour and not like it has the kilometers as well. That's in there. Um, but uh, the fact that like the, the, the main uh, numbers are miles per hour, I think is that is, I'm curious if that is, how cars are manufactured in uh, England or if, uh, if it is the other way around usually mm-hmm. um, I'd be curious to know that. Cause I don't think that they, they don't measure things in miles per hour, right? No. It's kilometers. It's kilometers. Yeah. So I think that's interesting that it's the big numbers are miles per hour. I would be curious to see if uh, that is in fact the case in, uh, in England or if that's just, this is just the car that they, used for this particular shot and didn't really think about it. Um, but I do like that, like you didn't need uh, an establishing shot of the, of the car running out of gas um, or running low on gas, like the, the fuel light coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, they did it, which is, uh, which is really nice. Again, like Edgar Wright, the master of setup and payoff. Yeah, even, even even as something as simple as uh, needing gas. Yeah, it almost becomes like second nature. It seems at some point. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, anything else in this minute, guys? I just want to point out it's really dark. Yeah, the M4 <laughs> is a major road. <laughs> like oh, the road okay. they show that he's on. That's interesting. Is, has lights. Oh, okay, but, interesting. Um, it's I don't know. Their town is a fictionalized version of a real place, so mm-hmm. maybe they want it to be just a little more rural than that. Yeah, but then yeah, they show a specific that. highway sign. Yeah, I guess that's true. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was wondering about that because it is um it is very very dark and it definitely it definitely like uh, you know gave me vibes of growing up in in rural Indiana. Um, yeah, and uh, dealing with uh, uh, lots of uh, back roads that are have no lighting whatsoever. Um, but it's also interesting to me that like this must be a new moon because there is like not even moonlight on the road. Like there's just yeah. nothing. Yeah, the M4 goes past Heathrow Airport. It's pretty big. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, 127 miles to London. That really puts into perspective how far away from London Sanford is. Yeah. God, imagine, imagine like he goes back and he tells them what happened and he gets the police force together and they're like, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. And then it's a three hour drive to Sanford from like that initial like hype to go take down these people. (laughs) And then it's just a three hour drive all the way there. Um, That's, uh, it's interesting. I don't know. Oh, what could have been? Yeah. I really okay. do think about the version of this movie where he, he did bling, he did bring the blue fury. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that in the past. Um, we've talked about the blue fury being, uh, the people who avenge, uh, angels death before mm-hmm. that he did die there. And then the blue fury comes out and is like, Oh, he wasn't crazy. We're going to take these guys down. We owe it to all the people who aren't in this room. To- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh Heston Services. What does that mean? Heston. I think it's just probably like the name of the gas station, probably. Just like the Or like the, the brand? location. Like that's the town that it's in. Oh, yep. it's in he- the town of Heston. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Um, all right. Well, I think that's, uh, I think that about wraps us up for this one. But, uh, Robert, uh, do you remember, did you see Hot Fuzz first or Shaun of the Dead first? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead first. Did you see it in theaters? Yes. You did? Yeah. Opening weekend. Wow. Okay. Were you aware of Edgar Wright before the release of Shaun of the Dead? Not or, really. Or was no. it a word of mouth thing? It was more like it was, it looked, the trailer made it look interesting because like zombie movie with something else going on. And so I'd go see it. I okay. see a lot of movies. Yeah. So I imagine then that you also saw Hot Fuzz opening weekend as well. Yes. Because okay. then I knew I trust these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that's cool. Uh, so what are your uh, what are your overall thoughts on on this film and, and maybe the Cornetto trilogy uh, just in general? Um, this this one's interesting because Hot Fuzz immediately I gave it like a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. Right. Yeah. And I love what this movie does, but then I also haven't watched it a lot. It's just for some reason a movie I I have it on DVD, but I just don't watch it very often. Mm-hmm. I think I've watched Shaun of the Dead more, sure. and I've only seen uh, World's End twice. Mm-hmm. And but it's there's not I don't think there's anything wrong with this movie. <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> I think if it just hit like the emotional beats just slightly more, I would it be perfect, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. It does it does sort of let the gas off of the emotional beats a little bit. Like the uh, way I rate things now, I don't give them a nine or a ten unless they like I felt something that emotion right. of the characters. That's something. Maybe I did right. the first time. Sure. Um. Yeah, I'd be interested to know your thoughts uh, rewatching The World's End because I definitely, I, I think that it really like puts the pedal to the metal on emotion, um, and uh, like the emotional core of that of that film is uh, very much present and to the to the detriment of the enjoyment of of, of a lot of people, I <laughs> think, um, because yeah, it is a it is a film that is not afraid to get its hands dirty in drama and genuine emotion. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, Shaun of the Dead and, and Hot Fuzz tends to tend to undercut a lot of those moments, um, with, with beats of comedy and the world's end, uh, doesn't, doesn't do that as much. Um, so it would be interesting to, to learn what your, what your feelings were on the world's end if you, uh, rewatched yeah. it now. But, but yeah, uh, I, I like it. I love, yeah. I like these movies. Yeah. I'm looking okay. forward to more. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow, I guess, to, to wrap up the <laughs> week, uh, with minute, uh, 90 minute for 90 the greater good for the greater good. Yeah.